Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, February 2nd, 5.39 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures up one and a half at 6.82 and a half. March soybeans up seven and three quarters at 1528. March Chicago wheat up seven and a half at 767 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up five and three quarters at 890. March spring wheat up five and a half at 931 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, drop me a comment. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I was joined by Brian Split from agmarket.net. He's a regular contributor. We talked about old crop bushels. If you're still holding old crop bushels, what are some things to consider? Uh, We talked about everything from on-farm profitability to option volatility, seasonal tendencies. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today. Uh, There's new stuff every single business day direct from me. It's 50 bucks a month. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. USDA's attache offices in Brazil and Argentina released reports yesterday. The Buenos Aires Post in Argentina reduced its estimate for the country's soybean crop to 36 million metric tons, which is way below USDA's official estimate of 45 and a half. The office cited dry weather and high temperatures during the last months of 2022. The Brazil office estimated the country's corn crop at 125.5, which is very close to USDA's official estimate. This would mark an 8% increase versus last year's record of 116 if realized. This uh, Argentina soybean number is is probably the surprising or friendly thing here. This is one of the lower estimates out there, but maybe more in line with the thoughts of some of the private groups. Uh, USDA, WASD, the the official numbers uh, tend to lag a lot of the private groups. They're just kind of conservative with their uh, cuts and a little bit slow to make cuts in a situation like this. Uh, Well-followed private group Stonex had some Brazilian crop estimates out yesterday. They've got a huge Brazilian soybean uh, production estimate, and same thing for corn. They've got the Brazilian soybean crop at 154.2, which is up from their previous estimate of 153.8. USDA is at 153 even. They've got the Brazilian corn crop in total at a whopping 129.9 million metric tons, which is well above USDA's 125. Weather forecasts in Brazil remain generally favorable, aside from uh, the fact that rains may result or have resulted in some harvest delays when it comes to beans and maybe some planting delays when it comes to the second and larger corn crop. U.S.-China relations remain problematic. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken will visit China next week, and that will be the first high-level U.S. visit to China really since the start of the COVID pandemic. Uh, The U.S. is pushing forward with efforts to limit China's access to sensitive semiconductor technology by limiting which U.S. companies can send a product to China and also restricting sales to China from other countries like Japan. China has been kind of uh, cavalier, I would say, in its interpretation of Western sanctions given purchases of Iranian oil. U.S. officials also continue to argue that China is deepening its political ties with Russia. Uh, Just last week, I don't know if you guys saw this, 
four-star U.S. Air Force General Mike Minahan predicted that the U.S. will be at war with China by 2025. He said that both Taiwan and the U.S. have presidential elections in 2024 and that the U.S. will be distracted and that that will be President Xi's opportunity to move on Taiwan. That's just one opinion. I guess this was sent out in some sort of memo that... um, NBC News obtained last week. But uh, these U.S.-China relations are kind of um, uh, iffy at this point, to say the least. And, you know, if it gets bad enough, there's a lot of implications when it comes to commodity demand, certainly. Argentina's forecast appears maybe a little bit drier this morning. The soybean market has kind of been moving back and forth along with these weather forecasts, at least to some extent. Over the last three or four days, rains were kind of scattered, uh, totaled no more than half an inch in most areas, maybe some more locally. So your Euro model this morning, which is on my screen, is just kind of scattered stuff across corn and soybean country, not any real widespread coverage. The GFS, which is the, the longer run model, does call for some more widespread coverage, but it doesn't begin until mid-month, so forecasts out that long kind of unreliable so yeah argentina is going to have short crops for sure it's just a question of by how much and uh what sort of rains fall here over the next a couple of months will make a difference u.s ethanol production improved last week 1.028 million barrels per day that was up 1.6 percent on the week but down 1.2 percent versus the same week last year uh, we've improved to normal enough seasonal levels uh, despite thin profit margins in some areas of the country uh, areas of the western corn belt where corn basis is really strong uh, they're eyeing break even to negative margins margins are be- better in the central and eastern parts of the corn belt ethanol stocks were down on the week but still at their second highest uh, level on record seasonally. Gasoline demand was up 3.2% on the week implied. The Fed raised its benchmark interest rate by a quarter percentage point yesterday as expected. Uh, During the last 12 months, the Fed fund rate has uh, gone from essentially zero. It went from an eighth of a percentage point to 4.625 effectively. So big interest rate hikes over the last 12 months. Following the announcement, interest rate markets discounted another quarter point hike in March and mixed odds of an additional hike in May. There is no April meeting. The stock market traded lower following the announcement, but rallied uh, during rallied sharply actually during Powell's post-release speech. The S&P gained 1% on the day and is now up 7.3% year to date. The S&P lost 19.5% last year. Uh, Powell in his speech delivered his standard message regarding price stability, the 2% inflation target. He emphasized that the Fed still has work to do when it comes to inflation. Still, the markets chose to focus on language regarding evidence of slowing consumer price increases. Uh, Some people noted that Powell used the word disinflation 13 times in his speech. So I suppose that maybe that was the uh, cue for the stock market to rally. The S&P is a little bit higher this morning. We'll see what happens. U.S. job openings surged in December. The labor market's still incredibly tight. State uh, Data from the uh, job openings and labor turnover survey, that's JOLT, pegged the U.S. job openings at uh, just above 11 million. That number had fallen to like 10.3 in August. It peaked at 11.9 in March of last year. So labor and wages remain really the stickiest part of this inflation situation. We've got an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Corn sales for the current marketing year expected 601.2. Soybean sales expected 701.3. Wheat sales expected 300-600. Cattle market got beat up a little bit yesterday, especially in feeder cattle following that cattle inventory report. The report was friendly but fell within expectations, so kind of a buy the rumor, sell the fact here, I guess. 
uh, for the moment. U.S. dollars about flat this morning. The S&P's up 18. The Dow's down 73. Gold's up 30 bucks this morning. Big move there. Same thing with silver. Uh, crude oil is down 16 cents in the March WTI at 76.25. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Friday.